And good afternoon. Welcome to today's update here on Double K Country. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike Harbett and uh, being joined today, and happily so, by Nevada R5 Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Tyson B. Shore. And uh, Tyson, appreciate you taking the time again. Uh, no problem, Mike. Thanks for having me. Well, the reason why we obviously want to have you in here today is because last Friday it was announced that uh, what's now being called a wellness break has been extended until uh, at least the uh, 24th of April, which, uh, of course, is the last Friday of the month of April. Uh, so, uh, that obviously uh, creates a domino effect from here on out. And uh, talk about, uh, I guess, why the 24th? Uh, obviously, you get a lot of guidance, I know, from the state. But it was also, a, it seemed like a coordinated effort between the Vernon County Schools. and Barton County did the same thing with their school districts. So why the what ultimately decided on the 24th? Well, a lot of the major metropolitan areas in Missouri went already to the 24th. Kansas City, St. Louis, uh, and the Springfield area. And then that just continued the discussions at the local level as well as the area. Uh, so during that entire time, uh, the Vernon County superintendents, we all were in, in constant communication with one another as, as well as with the health officials. Um, and then with the Southwest Missouri, the Joplin area, uh, we were in contact with all of them as well as the local, the big eight school districts as well. And so that seemed to be, it was coming down the pipeline as the 24th is what they were recommending. Uh, we had met and then that was that decision was made um you know barton county they had theirs i believe every believed all of the southwest missouri schools pretty much on that friday announced it um, but we were in constant communication with everyone from across the state for the previous week as well how important is it that you i guess you called the group of four here in vernon county how's it important how important is it to you that you uh, coordinate your messages I think it's very important. It, it's a, a common message that everyone's hearing at the same time, and it's the exact same language uh, across the board because we're in it together, and it's not just the Nevada School District or the Northeast Vernon School District or Sheldon and Bernal. We're in it together as, as for our kids and the communities, and so I think it's a very uh, important effort. I've greatly appreciated the friendships and the work that they have put in, the superintendents in those districts because we get along so well and, and communicate so easily. Well, that obviously uh, now creates a situation where you've got students uh, and faculty still at home uh, now for quite some time, for about a month, almost a month now at least. And and, and of course, uh, over the, uh, yesterday they announced that the the federal guidelines now for social distancing are going to extend to April the 30th. So do you think that could throw a little monkey wrench in the plans? Uh, very well could. Uh, you know, the 24th is, I mean, it's been a fluid situation since this has started. And so the, the 24th is the date. Uh, I'm hoping we're able to be back relatively shortly after that. But at this time, I could not give you an answer because everything changes so much. Uh, so it's one of those we'll just continue to evaluate, uh, see what's going on, see what communication we have with the state and other districts and, and go from there. I was curious, uh, does, uh, does the school district have, get any budget concerns from the, the students being out right now? Uh, no, not at this time. The state is um, going to, it's our average daily attendance. We're not in session right now, so our average daily attendance does not change. All right, so uh, let's get back to, uh, to what the students and faculty can do at this point. Well, last time we visited, you talked about uh, developing some online resources uh, for, for students to, to take advantage of. Uh, how much progress has been made in that area? Yeah, it's, it's went well so far. Uh, it's on our district homepage. And, and just a reminder to people, if you do click on that link, uh, it'll take you to a new page. And it, all of the resources are located at the very top um, of that screen. So that's where everything's located at. We're continually adding uh, as we get things that, that 
we we find or are referred to us as, as good uh, websites or possibilities, and so we'll look through those before we add them on. Um, you know, the, the main thing is is just you know advice is just to get a structure, uh, a system in place, or a schedule. Um, but there's not going to be a schedule that looks just like somebody else's because we all have different things going on at, at our homes. And so that would be my advice is just get a schedule uh, for everyone. Um, and how that looks is, is up to them as their family and, and how they want to implement it. Uh, daily reading, of course, is always good. Physical activity away from people, of course, with the social distancing uh, is, is also another one. But And then just things that maybe that they haven't had time, just conversations with their kids, nature walks, uh, different things like that um, can be something they can do too. But just let the kids be kids right now and come up with, you know, let their imaginations come up with some games or make their own games at times. So, What about the faculty? Uh, I'm assuming you're in contact with them. Uh, what's What's been kind of the game plan for them during this time off? Uh, well, they're not allowed at school still, uh, mm-hmm. so they're not able to get in. And so we're trying to eliminate as much stress as possible uh, for our families um, of students and also our families of faculty that, you know, we're, we're not wanting to put any added work or stress onto them at this time because they don't have access to what we've always had access to. And so we're just wanting them for their safety and well-being to take care of their own household uh, and, and not worry you know, as far as do I need to come in and get this, get this done on my computer at work or anything like that. We're, we're trying to eliminate that, that side of it for them. Of course, as, as you're well aware of, uh, Candace has, been, has told uh, their, their instructors or their districts to, to get to a distance learning situation, which creates a whole other can of worms. Uh, how fe- I'm just curious, how, how, from your point of view, how feasible is that, knowing that everybody has a different uh, level of uh, Internet access? Uh, my own personal point of view, I do not feel it's very feasible just for the fact of that. Uh, you know, as, as far as Internet access, not everyone has it or has the speed necessary for some of the platforms that's going to be required. Um, also, devices. Um, you know, we're not a one-to-one district. A lot of those districts are not one-to-one districts. And so if you're wanting a family you know, to utilize what they have, well, they may only have one device and may have four children and two working adults out of the household that have to share a device if needed. Um, so the feasibility of that is is going to be difficult, I feel. Is there uh, how much discussion, if at all, has been made about uh, about extending the school year? Uh, discussion's been made, um, but at this time, it's still just so fluid. Uh, you know, we've got plans of if we come back right after the 24th, we have plans if, you know, it's two weeks after that. Um, here's what it would look like. But, we, of course, we don't want to roll anything out because, you know, as soon as I roll it out, then something else comes out tomorrow <laughs> that completely throws away uh, what I've come up with or what we've come up with at the district level. And so that's something that we're just trying to keep close to the vest right now because we don't want misinformation getting out or information that you've heard, oh, they're coming back on this date and something changes. And so we're just trying to be very, very cautious of that with the fluidity of everything. Meal program, uh, that continues and it's still in, shell, in solid shape? Yeah, it's going great right now. Um, you know, we're trying to look at ways we can expand it. Uh, we're running into some hurdles with it. Um, but right now we're serving over 500 meals a day. And, and I think that, you know, the longer we're out, the more that number increases. And, and I hope it does increase because we're able to provide that for our, for our kids. What are the... Uh 
what are the benchmarks that the, the state, I guess, is looking for, uh, or if they're leaving up to individual districts, I assume it'll start with the state, what are the benchmarks they're looking for to say, okay, we can get back in the classroom? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, the state's looking at some at some different things we're not privy to yet of knowing exactly what they're looking for. But until we get the all clear uh, from them that we have that opportunity, we, I'm not going to put any staff or students at, at, in risk um, at all. So we're just kind of waiting to see uh, what guidance we continue to get uh, throughout this process. Now, a lot of people, especially those uh, who have high school uh, age uh, children, are concerned about certain dates that are coming up that always happen in the spring, uh, prom, uh, graduation, certainly, uh, as we were talking about uh, before going on air, you have your own concerns there as well with having a senior this year. So what are the, what can you tell the, the patrons at this point about some of those events? The only thing I can say at this point is we're planning on having prom. We're planning on having graduation. When and how those will take place are completely up in the air at this time. Um, I'm going to you know, go out on a limb and say it's probably not going to look like it's ever looked before. Um, but with that being said, that's that's something that's significant in our students' lives. It's significant in their families' lives. And we're going to do everything we can to be able to provide those opportunities for them. Uh, but we also have to follow the federal mandates, uh, et cetera. So until they raise the – we can have 10 people you know, in groups uh, larger than 10 people – it's going to look very different if that's the case. Um, but we're definitely looking at different possibilities and, and have some ideas uh, if some things can change going in our favor of how that would look. But it very well could be, you know, you know, prom will not happen when it was supposed to happen because we're not going to be in school at that point. Uh, so it could be prom in May. It may be prom in June. It could be graduation, you know, in June. We're not sure yet but we're going to do everything we can to provide that opportunity for our kids and their families. And I don't know if you have any uh, discussions. I'm sure John does. John McNeely, a leg director with, uh, with Misha uh, at this point. They are still planning on spring championships. Again, don't know when or what it'll look like. But uh, for those maybe uh, as far as the spring sports activities are concerned, again, kind of the same same yeah, discussion? Absolutely. Mishas, they've been very open about it the whole time. That's their plan. It's going to look different than it's ever looked before. Uh, right now, there's no possibility because everybody's out and you can't practice or anything during that time. Um, but they're going to try to do whatever they can to provide that um, for the students, uh, the student athletes to have that opportunity. I'm not sure what it will look like. The longer it goes, the less likely it could happen. Um, but I sure hope it does for, for our kids' sake. Well, we look forward to that day as well when everybody uh, gets back into school. And, uh, you know, I'm, everybody looks forward to summer break, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure it's kind of in reverse at this point. I'm, I'm, even students, I'm sure, are anxious to get back in the classroom, get back to routine. Oh, th this is hard for everybody, and there's no doubt about it. it. It's hard on our students. It's hard on their families. It's hard on our staff. Um, but the thing we have to remember, I mean, even though it's hard, how thankful we need to be for the community we're in uh, with our medical professionals, what they're doing to help us, and, and the leadership throughout our community of constantly looking at ways to help. Um, and that's where we just need to come together, and this will be in history books <laughs> uh, in the future. And so then that's something that we're all going to be a part of, and just hopefully this all works out for the best. And then finally, uh, you're scheduled to have your uh, next monthly board meeting on uh, Wednesday, uh, April the 8th. Uh, of course, you meet on a monthly basis uh, uh, the city uh, city council was uh, able to do uh, to, to get it done last week with Facebook live and uh, and uh, but uh, 
what are the for those who may want to peek in or I guess at this point, I guess the question is, have you thought have you thought that far ahead yet about that next board meeting? And what are some of the things you're having to work out in order to certainly uh, make sure you're within the sunshine laws and still be able to meet? Yeah, that's uh, this board meeting is going to look like none other in Nevada history uh, because it's not going to be how it's always been. And so we're in discussion with our uh, school attorneys uh, to make sure there are no violations as far as the Sunshine Law, et cetera, goes. And so as far as the platform goes, we're not exactly sure yet. We're working on some different uh, looks on that. Um, but our technology director, uh, Chase Owens, doing a great job of coming up with some scenarios for us. And we're just going to see which one works the best for us, and we'll get that announced as soon as we are for sure of how that's going to look. All right, very good. We appreciate the time, uh, Tyson. Uh, uh, appreciate you coming in, being candid about uh, the about what's going on right now in the Nevada R5 Bill School District anyway while you go through this uh, rather unusual time. And uh, and hopefully we can do it again next two or three weeks. And uh, hopefully we'll have more information and uh, we'll, we'll give people, I guess, more definitive answers. And I'm sure you want to get answers just as much as anybody. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm ready to have answers. <laughs> I'm ready to be able to give answers. Uh, but right now it, it is what it is and we're just going to focus on the positive and and do what we can to make it best for everybody you know it does seem like everybody's been very understanding of this oh absolutely yeah everybody's been great so far and you know and it's it's a difficult situation for everybody but we're just trying to eliminate as much stress as we can um and enjoy the family time and there's days that i need to go on a walk uh, and stuff but the family time's been great uh, for everybody and we just need to focus on the positives all right thanks for the information we'll talk to you again soon thank you that's dr tyson b shore superintendent of schools in the Nevada r5 school district i'm mike harbett that's today's update program on double k country